This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 186. There's still time to throw some tinsel on your marketing plan and capture more sales than you ever have before. Attention gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, Gift Biz Gal, Sue Monheit. Before we get into the show, I want to make sure you know about my newly released free masterclass. It's called How to Turn Your Hobby into a business. How do you know if this is for you? Well, if you're starting a business right now, you've gotten that dream, but you're just not sure what steps you should be taking, this masterclass is for you. If you're already in business, but something just isn't clicking, it's not bringing in the sales, or it's just not performing the way you think it should, this masterclass is also for you. To check it out, just go over to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash masterclass. I look forward to seeing you over there. And for now, let's get into the show. Hi there, it's Sue, and thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time with me today. And guess what? No guests today. It's just you and me talking about this time of year, how important it is for your business, and I am going to give you loads of tips on how to capture sales for the fourth quarter. If you're listening to this episode right as it's going live, it's fall 2018 and the end of October. A chill is in the air. There's apple picking here. The trees are all changing colors. Everyone's pulling out their heavier sweaters and lighting up the fireplaces because we know what's coming here in Chicago. If you're just getting a chance to know me now, I am all about the snow and the snowflakes and cold weather comes a little bit with that, but not too cold. I think actually if you get too cold, it doesn't even snow. But anyway, I'm anticipating that season of winter and flurries and all that. And you'll definitely see on social media that I will be playing around in the snow. But first, we have some business to attend to. It is fourth quarter, and I'm not talking about a football game. I'm talking about the retail world. I know so many of you who make 50% or more of your sales during this quarter. So this could not be more important to pay attention to and to put some energy and focus on. People are opening up their wallets at this time of year. They're expecting to buy. So they're standing right in the path where you can capture their sales. As the season goes on, people start to get desperate. They start seeing that their gift lists are still as long as they once were because they've been procrastinating. And as it gets closer and closer to the holidays, people are willing to spend more and more because they just have to get these things done. The parties are coming. There's hostess gifts to buy. There's presents for the family. Some local so they can put it off a little bit longer, but some have to get mailed, which means it's going to become urgent. How do you make sure that you get your fair share 
of the sales that are happening all around us? Well, for sure, you can't just do the same thing that you've been doing all year. You need to up the energy of your promoting and marketing, just like the energy for the holiday season has increased. And perhaps you've already been doing so. And if that's the case, kudos, because you have been planning. But no worries if you've just been going along promoting the business in the same way that you have all year, there's still time to throw some tinsel on your marketing plan and capture more sales than you ever have before. All predictions are that this holiday season will be stellar. Let's work on setting some new sales records for you, shall we? For clarity, I'm separating my business building strategies into three different categories, visibility, promotions, and price. Under each of these, we're going to talk about specific things that you can do to attract business, increase revenue, and increase sales. Now, this does not mean you need to do all of them. I don't think at this point, nor even in planning, you should do all of them, but take a few and do them right. And please do not think it's too late. Listen to this episode a couple of times, select the tactics that you want to use, and then employ them. First up is visibility. This is a wonderful time for new people to learn about your business where they may have never even known that you existed before. There are four ways that you can get additional visibility during the holidays. The first one, which I advocate all year round, those of you who have been with me for a while know that I talk about this a lot, but it's flat out, simple, easy, yet for many people a little nerve wracking and scary, networking. If you're a member of the chamber or some other business building lead passing group, are you attending the meetings? Are you going out there and showing what your business can help them with? Every single company now is thinking of how am I going to thank my customers for their business throughout the year, send holiday greetings to prospects, etc. You could be the solution that they're looking for. Plus, remember too, business owners have families and there's that whole list as well. So if your product doesn't really fit in with the corporate environment, you can still help them out with their personal list. Number two, holiday markets. There are craft shows galore. I know in my community, every single weekend, you can drive one direction or another and land upon some holiday markets. Sometimes they're in churches, they're in schools, and of course, there are professional organizations who are putting on holiday shows and craft markets, particularly during this season. There are lots of opportunities. Just check in your local area and see what you can do in terms of getting a table at one of these shows right in your local community. The great thing about that is you're interacting with people who could also purchase from you throughout the year. Perhaps they didn't know about you before, especially if you're home-based, and now they will. Plus, you'll have their contact information so you'll be able to promote to them later. Next up, visibility strategy number three is having a holiday open house in your shop. Now, if you don't have a shop, if you're home-based, you could partner with somebody who is local in the community and have a holiday get-together open house in their location and promote together. If that's the case and you're looking for someone to partner with, the important point here is to make sure that you both 
are looking at a similar audience. In other words, your product serves a similar audience. So someone who is coming into your open house will be able to use products from both of you. The nice thing with that is both of you have customer lists and prospect lists, and you'll be able to share your audience to each other. So you both benefit from this type of a setup. With an open house, of course, there's a little bit of planning. You want it to be festive. You'll need to send out invitations. I'm not going to get into all of the events set up here, but the concept of having an open house and getting some celebration going on It's a great way for new customers to see and interact with your business and you. And finally, what about having a holiday pop-up shop? Many big office buildings now are seeing the value of bringing people in, having you set up in the lobby, and providing a service for the tenant of the buildings. If you're not familiar with pop-ups, I would like to direct you to a podcast episode I did just a short while back with Annette Pardon of Fill My Jar. You can find that episode at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash fill my jar, and it will give you everything you need to know about setting up pop-up shops, not just for the holidays, but all year round. However, during the holidays, corporate buildings will be much more interested in having this type of a concept. So it could jumpstart your whole pop-up shop strategy. You can come back and thank me later for that one. Let's move on now and talk about the second category, and that is promotions. Under promotions, I want to talk about your product and then also how exactly to approach it in terms of wording and messaging to your customer. Let's start off with the obvious thing. If you have a product that is specifically themed to a holiday Those are, of course, I know I don't even have to say it here, but those are the products that you want to be highlighting in your materials online, whether you're doing print, or even when you're going out into your community for networking events. What I'm talking about in terms of special holiday designs are those earrings that look like little swigs of holly, or the scarves that are embroidered with Santa Claus, or happy Hanukkah cards or dreidels on cookies, whatever it is that signifies or is a symbol of the different holidays that are celebrated this time of year should, of course, be the ones that you're promoting. And I know this sounds so obvious and you're all probably saying, Sue, duh, I know I need to do that. But I can't tell you how many people at the last minute think about putting up advertising because they're like, oh my gosh, yes, I haven't even thought about advertising. I need to put something out there. And then they pull some type of content from an ad that they did the past summer. So I do feel that it's important to point out that you should be promoting your holiday merchandise. Having said that, I know that a lot of you don't do specialty themed products in the manner that I just described. You too can still spruce up your products so that they have a more festive look. So that even if they're the same core product, they look different. They're glammed up and take on an added holiday feel for this time of year. How do you do that? One way is simply in your packaging. You could have special bags or special labels, or you could put together holiday colors that are your product normally throughout the year, But by combining them together, they take on that festive holiday spirit. 
obviously the red and the greens. Sometimes the holidays are the bright blues and pinks or the more metallic colors. Merge those together and then put a festive bow on it or some ribbon or tinsel or glitter. You're taking your base product and you're just packaging it a little bit special, a little bit different so that you're focusing and in the spirit of the holiday season within your packaging. There's a great opportunity this time of year, too, for merging products together that specifically work well for the holidays. Examples of this could be three candles that are all put together that are white, red, and green, and their scents are spruce, peppermint, and, I don't know, fresh-baked gingerbread cookies. But you can merge all of those together, and they then create your holiday package. The same type of idea could be done with spices. Cinnamon, nutmeg, rosemary, and thyme could all be put together, although individually they're spices that we use throughout the whole year, combined as one, and packaged in a festive holiday wrapper, they become a holiday product. A huge advantage with this technique is after the holidays, you're still able to sell that inventory in January. When you have a scarf with a Santa Claus on it, you're not going to be able to sell that as easily in January, of course, except for closeout sales, you know, end of season, getting rid of stock. But the great thing about merging just regular, non-specific holiday season products together is you can always unpackage what doesn't sell and you're not stuck holding on to inventory going into the next year. The final point I want to make here on promotions is it's really important and you're going to get the most play off of your promotions if you specifically point out to your purchaser what the benefits are of your product. Why is your product something that they would absolutely want to have for the holidays, either for themselves or for gifting? This could come in the form of how to use a product. Are there special ways to use your lotions or your fragrances that enhance your spirit, serve some medicinal purposes to get you through, to create more energy, to make you look more beautiful on those really special party nights? We've had a couple people on the show recently who do candied nuts. They do blog articles that talk about how you can use their product, what the lifestyle is around the product, and then also recipes of how you can take their product and then use it and apply it to making a bigger dish, you know, possibly pie crusts or putting it into cakes or merging it with other types of things for a charcuterie tray. All those types of things are options in terms of additional information you can layer on, not just talking about your product, but how it can be integrated into the lifestyle of your recipient. Recipes, how-tos, holiday tips, all of that are things that you can think about to apply to your messaging. Then you can also talk about why your product is so useful. They're a solution for stocking stuffers, hostess gifts, Think about how many parties they're going through throughout the season. I don't know. I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and say people are going to three, four, five parties during a holiday season. Stock up on your hostess gifts so you don't have to worry about it at the last minute. And all important, and here's an idea I don't see people promoting very much at all, but so useful. You ever been in a situation where someone presents you with a gift? They've come to your house and they've come with a gift specifically for you. And you're like, 
oh no, I don't have anything for them, <laughs> right? You forgot, either you forgot about them or you didn't think they were gonna give a gift and it's awkward because you don't have anything for them. Could your product possibly be that forgotten gift backup? Have it all wrapped, all labeled and all ready so someone in a situation like I just described can say, oh wait, I have something for you. And they can run in the other room, put a little message on the tag of the gift and bring it on out as if it was planned for all the way along. Another benefit of your products could be services that you offer. Do you mail directly from your shop to the recipient? So a customer can order right from you. They don't have to wrap it. They don't have to go to the post office and mail it. It can get directly sent from your shop. If so, you want to promote that. You also want to promote any customization that you do. Do you add names? Can you add special messaging? Can customers select a certain color that they want that they know the person who's receiving the gift loves? All this type of customization are things also you want to point out. And I bring up all these topics in terms of benefits for your purchaser because they're all reasons then that they're going to come and buy from you and not go somewhere else. Finally, I don't want to forget, what about the idea of promoting what your product can do directly for your customer, the one who's making the purchase? We're so busy at this time of year with all the hustle and bustle of the season of getting things checked off our list because we're buying for others. Does your product provide value for the purchaser as well? Maybe with that three pack of candles along with that is another little candle that the purchaser then can use for themselves to celebrate the season and find joy in the season as they're doing all the package wrapping or the cooking or all the various activities that we do as we're getting ready for the holidays. So these are all messages and benefits that you can present to your customer as reasons why they should buy from you. To summarize again, this holiday focus in terms of promotions, does your product have a special holiday theme? Those are the images that you wanna have in your promotions. Secondly, if your product can be used year-round, how can you merge things together so that they look more festive and made for the holiday season, but really afterwards you can pull them apart and sell them separately? And finally, don't forget to point out the benefits to the purchaser of why they should be buying from you and not just walk out of your store or jump over to another website to continue their search for that perfect gift. The final category I want to talk about here is price. And get this, really think about this. So sit still, pay attention. If you were multitasking while we're talking, stop, listen. Holiday promotion does not always mean you have to drop your price. I want to focus here on pricing, but it doesn't mean how do I continue to drop my price lower so that I can attract more people in? No, because remember, every single time you drop your price lower, you are dipping into your profit, okay? So what can you do? All right, so Sue, I get that. That makes sense. What do I do then? What are my options? One of them plays off of what we were talking about just a minute ago about merging some products together so that they make sense and are more themed to a holiday. This same strategy helps you when you're considering pricing. Because as you merge products together, whether it's the candle idea that I presented earlier or the spices, 
when you start merging products together, the overall cost begins to be masked. For instance, when I was talking about candles, if you merge those three candles together and maybe in the bow add a personalized ornament or a package of cinnamon potpourri or a beautiful, cute, adorable plush reindeer. There's a perceived value over and above what the individual pieces are. So the more you merge things together, the more you're masking your price. It's not to deceive the customer, but it's so that you can keep your margins higher and people will still buy the product and they're feeling like they're getting a deal because they're getting all of these pieces together. Candles, as I said, was a great one. Why do I always gravitate to candles, you guys? I wonder. <laughs> so candles, but how about a holiday plate with cookies and hot chocolate? So it's a whole little treat center all packaged together. People aren't going to go back and say, okay, how much was the cost of the holiday plates? How much was the cost of these cookies? How much was that hot chocolate? Oh gosh, throw a mug in there too. That would fit nicely with the mix. All of this together then, again, you can command a decent price at decent margins. So that's the first one is bundling multiples. The second is add-ons. What types of things can you add on to your product that then increase the perceived value? We talked about this a little bit as we were talking about what messaging can do, but what if you actually created a physical piece of paper, well, you'd make it nice, right? Print it on cardstock or perhaps a little pamphlet, but different guides. Perhaps it's, what are the top tips of how to burn a candle correctly? What about all different types of ways to wear a scarf? So it comes with a scarf and then it comes with all of these ideas of how to tie the scarf. How about health tips? What is it that makes your chocolates so healthy? And a reason why it's all right, have one. It's so good, but it's also really, really healthy for you. Also included are a whole list of other healthy, heart and weight friendly snacks for the holidays. Okay, I'm making this up on the fly, but you get what I mean. Or combinations. If you are a chocolate shop again, maybe you would recommend certain wines from your neighbor. Here we're getting into a power partnering concept. Your neighbor is a wine shop, you have the chocolates. What type of combos could you recommend that would work well for both? Remember, you're the expert within whatever the product category is that you create. And a lot of this insight and knowledge you have about your product, how it should be stored, how it can be worn, are of great value and interest to your customer. I don't think we take advantage of this nearly enough in terms of writing it down, documenting it, and adding it to our product. Sure, it takes a little bit of time to put together what I'm describing, but you only need to do it once. And when you're able then to increase the price of your product, you get paid for it over and over again. That's the beauty in some of these add-ons that are intangibles, that you're putting down your knowledge on paper as the guides, the tips, checklists, health benefits, all the things that I've just been describing. Another thing I wanna bring up here is the opportunity to get rid of single piece items that have been sitting around in stock for a while. Maybe they're sitting back in your warehouse or on your sales floor, but they're sitting in a basket of items you are trying to get rid of because you only have one left. Now, make, I make a point, the product is still good and of top quality, but doesn't seem to be moving. You have that cheese knife that is so beautiful, but just nobody seems to want to buy it. It's this certain turquoise color 
add that on to a shiny silver platter, add a couple of other things together, top it off with a glittery bow, boom, you've got a New Year's hostess gift. So what products do you have in singles, or maybe you just have two or three left that you'd like to try and get rid of? Consider bundling for this. Another idea in terms of different ways you can get around the pricing issue, consider doing kickback offers. By this, I mean, if someone buys a holiday gift from you in December, they are going to get a mailing for Valentine's Day with some type of additional promotion. Now, you might say, well, wait, that sounds like discounting because if they're buying in December, they might be buying at a regular price, but then you're offering some type of a discount in February on Valentine's Day. Yes, that's true. But this is a potential customer that you would never have for Valentine's Day. So the upside is still there. Kickback offers. Now, having said all this about pricing and suggesting that you should not just automatically jump to dropping your prices, we all know about Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And these are great opportunities for you to offer some type of a discount or something special with one of your products so that you can take advantage of at least one of these days. Black Friday, of course, is the Friday right after Thanksgiving when people are like, okay, this holiday's over. Now I got to get started and get really serious about Christmas. And Cyber Monday is the exact same thing online. So Black Friday usually is retail-based and Cyber Monday, of course, is all of your online promotion. I do suggest that you take advantage of one of these, if not both. And the reason is this way you're putting yourself right in the path of someone who's ready to purchase. If someone's going out to the mall on the Friday after Thanksgiving, you know that they're ready to open their pocketbooks and they are ready to buy. That's their whole intent is being out there and not just looking around like people sometimes do, but they're actually ready to purchase. They want to start whittling away at their holiday list. You want to take advantage of their mindset, which is to buy which moves me perfectly into the whole psychology of selling and buying when it comes to the holidays. A little bit of an ebb and a flow to people's thinking here because as we were just talking about right after Thanksgiving, everyone's in the mood, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and taking advantage of all the deals. Then people get back to work, they start attending holiday parties, and Many things get in the way of them completing all of the tasks. And of course, there are a lot of us who are procrastinators. So we think we have a lot of time before Christmas, but we really don't. Business owners get involved in selling of their own products and the fulfilling of gifting lists kind of slips and the preparing for those holiday dinners and the holiday parties and getting that perfect dress, all of that kind of slips to the wayside. So at some point, they transition into desperation mode. They've got to go out and get something, and price becomes less of an issue. It's getting that nice gift, or near the end, getting just something, anything. Because so many stores, of course, their inventory starts to whittle down, especially in years like this when it's anticipated there's going to be a lot of spending for the holidays. And so they're just looking for that great purchase. You can take advantage of that by not automatically dropping prices or dropping prices too early. And of course, near the end, as the holiday is only days away, that is a fine time to start dropping prices on strategic products. Those products that you've bundled together that can be pulled apart later, 
I wouldn't drop the price as deep, but Santa Claus-themed products, Frosty the Snowman mugs or lollipops, those are things I definitely would discount so that you can move the stock away. Perishable items can't last a year, (laughs) so you want to get them out, but you want to do it at the right time. It seems like these are little points, perhaps, but if you do this properly, it can wind up being big dollars that stay with you when you don't drop your price too early. And there you have it, Gift Biz listeners, tips for visibility, promotions, and price strategy, all wrapped up in a neat little podcast with a bright little bow for you. Now, I recognize that I gave you a whole lot of information, tons of tips, and possibly, if you're new to this podcast, some strategies that you haven't heard before. So I have a few resources for you that I'm going to put over in the show notes. I've talked a lot about networking in the past. I also have a mini networking program that you can go through. I'm going to give you the link to that in the show notes. I also have several episodes on how to put together a proper open house. I'm going to connect Annette's pop-up shop episode for you. And I'm also going to connect up information on power partners because that may also be a new concept for you. So I want to be able to give you the complete package of everything you need to make this holiday season the best one yet. You'll be able to find all those goodies over at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash holiday selling. As an additional holiday gift to you, if you've been listening to the sponsor of this podcast, you know that we promote custom ribbon printing. If this is something on your wish list and you would like to know about a holiday promotion for a custom ribbon printer of your very own, get in touch with us via email sales at theribbonprintcompany.com to learn more about your very special holiday offer. This promotion is only available through November 30th, 2018. So that's a full month of opportunity. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, just take a listen right here to our sponsor. This podcast is made possible thanks to the support of the Ribbon Print Company. Create custom ribbons right in your store or craft studio in seconds. Visit theribbonprintcompany.com for more information. Here's to you and your business in a very, very happy holiday season. Cheers.